Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jenikin. Happy New Year, Desi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Thank you endlessly for supporting the show and yes. for keeping us going. Yeah, we're and looking forward to another great year. We're going to have an amazing year, starting out with an announcement oh. for our Patreon subscribers. At the $5 tier, starting this week, we are going to be doing a rewatch slash recap of the Ashley Simpson show. I'm excited. I'm so excited about this. Desi's never seen it before. No. And I haven't watched it since it aired. But that's going to be... We're hoping that will be a new feature of our Patreon, doing some fun rewatches uh, of various shows... Yeah, the early 2000s or we, whatever. We want to do some like old reality show recaps as, yes. a, as an addition to our regularly scheduled Patreon content. Yes. This isn't replacing. No, it'll be a new thing. It's just a new addition. And let us know if you have shows you think we should do. Yeah, we'll take suggestions for sure. Um, Write it in yeah. the comments of Patreon. We're going to make our Patreon go off. Patreon's <laughs> going to be lit this year. <laughs> okay. It's all about... So if you want to subscribe, we're starting that this week. Yeah, it's great to subscribe the first of the month. You get you, all the back catalog going. You get our entire back catalog, and you're going to be on the ground floor of our really exciting Ashley Simpson show recap. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All the episodes are on somebody's Ashley Simpson Stan YouTube channel. I found them this week. I need to get some Ryan Cabrera action in my Ugh. life. <laughs> Dude. He's so over he's such a relic he's, of that period, he's time period. Heavily featured in the show. Of course. He is heavily featured in the show. It is we see Ashley's old nose, which I'm really excited about. I was a big fan of her old nose. I was too. I'm excited to break down the whole Ashley Simpson, Jessica Simpson empire of the mid-2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. I'll have a link in the show notes, and that will start up this week. That Yay. That portion of... I got to get on it. ...content. Well, yeah, I'll send you a link. Anyway, um, our top story this week... <laughs> Gypsy Rose Blanchard is out of prison. She is free. I'm so happy for her. It's and so deserved. I'm so happy for our girl. She is already taken to social media. She's showing off her 
ring. She's married. She married a guy last year while she was still incarcerated. They seem very happy. She looks beautiful. She has like 500 million Instagram followers already because the girlies support Gypsy Rose Blanchard. A hundred percent. Including us, obviously. And her skin looks good. She looks gorgeous. Yeah. Her skin is glowing. I'm so happy for her. This is so um, a long time coming. I hope she has nothing but peace and healing and a fabulous life. And she should also come on the pod. And she's welcome (laughs) to come on the pod anytime to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. Yeah. Or if she wants to promote her new series. Which, I mean, she doesn't need us to help promote it. But if she just wants to talk about it. Does she have a new series? She has a new series Ooh. coming out on Lifetime this week. <gasps> Damn, that was fast. Yeah. The series is called The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Ooh. It, it premieres on January 5th. And, and she also has a book called Released. Conversations on the Eve of Freedom. Okay. She says, it's not a rehashing of everything that happened. It's more of my reflection of everything that I've learned and experienced in the last eight and a half years. That's good. So she's very grateful for the support. She's posted a few videos on her Instagram and on her TikTok. If you don't know who Gypsy Rose Blanchard is, it's one of the wildest cases of like the past... 10 years. Yeah. And there's a documentary and a TV show made about the case. Yeah. You can watch both of those. The, they're both good. They're both good. The The documentary is the HBO mommy dead and dearest. Yes. And it's, I highly recommend it. If you, if you don't know about her story, her story is now it's a it's wild story, wild. And so we're so it's happy sad. that mm-hmm. gypsy is out of prison. Our next story is that Paula Abdul is suing Ni- Nigel Lithgow? Wow! For sexual assault. This was—I couldn't believe this. My, like when I saw it, my jaw was on the floor, and I totally believe her. Of course. And Nigel Lithgow's response was disgusting. He's sleazy. He's so sleazy. So this is from Rolling Stone. Paula Abdul sues American Idol producer Nigel Lithgow over sexual assault claims. Abdul alleged that Lithgow sexually assaulted her in a hotel elevator while they traveled to shoot American Idol in the early 2000s. In the suit reviewed by Rolling Stone, Abdul alleged that Lithgow sexually assaulted her during one of the one of American Idol's initial seasons, then again years later in 2014 when she was hosting So You Think You Can Dance, which is another one of his shows. She said um she like she she said that um before taking on the judge role on Idol she met with several executives in 2001 about the show during that meeting Abdul alleged that Lithgow verbally insulted and belittled her calling her a has been who probably wouldn't be known by the show's contestants so that's just like in the interviewing process before she was even hired oh my god he was demeaning her like that verbally Then it goes on to say that she was discriminated against and paid less than her fellow male judges and that Lithgow and the show's production bullied her. 
The suit didn't give a specific year, but said that during one of the show's initial seasons, Lithgow sexually assaulted her in the elevator of a hotel room they were staying at while traveling for one of the show's auditions. Lithgow shoved Abdul against the wall, then grabbed her genitals and breasts and began shoving his tongue down her throat. Abdul attempted to push Lithgow away from her. When the doors to the elevator and her door opened, Abdul ran out of the elevator into her hotel room. Abdul quickly called one of her representatives in tears to inform them of the assault. Uh, It continued. This happened again, as we mentioned, years later in 2014, while she was uh, doing So You Think You Can Dance. It says that Abdul, uh, they had a dinner together, like a professional dinner Abdul attended, believing it to be a professional invitation, the suit said. Toward the end of the evening, Lithgow forced himself on top of Abdul while she was seated on his couch and attempted to kiss her while proclaiming that the two would make an excellent power couple. Ew. Um, she pushed him off of, her, off of herself, and she immediately left. So Nigel Lithgow responded, denying these claims, but... One of the grossest things he said in his denial is this to me. Mm. He said, quote, while Paula's history of erratic behavior is well mm. known, I can't pretend to understand exactly why she would follow a lawsuit that she must know is untrue. That's a low blow. Totally. That is like a obvious we know we see what you're doing mm-hmm. you're trying to um hysterical woman crazy woman. she's a crazy woman you're trying to say like why should we believe her she has erratic behavior i always hated nigel and here's why he was on the show as a producer right but he would have his little appearances right and then you could tell he wanted the fame because he made himself a judge on So You Think You Can Dance. And it's like, who the hell are you? He, he got jealous of Simon, I think. I think so. Because Simon became synonymous with the show. And uh, all the judges, really. Right. But he, it's like he wanted to be the... It's like you have no dance judging experience. Why was he a judge on Why a was dance he, competition? Because he wanted to be famous. So yeah. I'm always kind of like sus of that type of guy. Because it's like, no one wants to see you. Yeah, I was shocked when he was a judge. He's a big time dork. No, he's a dork. He thought he was funny. He thinks he's good looking and he's disgusting. And he's not. Mm-mm. And he'll never have what Paula Abdul has, which is talent and Why would icon he say status. that about her? That she was a husband. Like, you're trying to... First of all, why would you pay her less than Randy Jackson? Because we all know Paul... Paul she should have been the famous one. She is the famous one. And you're lucky she took that show because no one probably thought it would be a hit right. when it started. Right. The fact that she got paid less than those other two guys be- who were not famous. Simon and Randy were not famous at the start of the show. Paula was the star. It just goes to show how men will always get more yeah. money. Like yeah. It's like just built into the system. God, I did love American Idol, though. We've talked about this. I mean, that would be another fun recap. Just like season one or something. Because uh, I think about them all the time. 
Oh. Like, I will laugh harder than anything if someone just brings up a anyone. Jason Castro. Anybody. Anything. Anyone, I- <laughs> anyone from the first nine seasons of American Idol, if yes. you just bring up, if you're like, um, you know, uh, Sanjaya or whoever, oh that's not even like a deep cut. But <laughs> No, it's not. A, the deep cuts always kill me because I'm like, yes, I know. Yeah. Cr- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of them right now. I just saw Jordan Sparks in the Rose parade today oh and i was like oh i forgot about no air no yeah. like, that no was such air. a that wasn't from american idol but that was like her first really big that was post american that idol. wasn't like american idol related yeah. and then everyone on american idol used to always um sing it and it was a popular so you think you can dance number right I remember someone did no air right <clears throat> it was such a deep cut I, i'm not a deep cut but i was just like oh yeah no air that was so big and then it's just gone do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, I love that show. We've we've definitely talked about it. Jason Castro, I think about all the time though. Oh my God. In his Remember dress. Constantine? Oh my god. <laughs> Constantine Marullo. Yes. No, there's so many. I'm just I feel Lita like Wise. so connected to them. <laughs> I do too. I feel connected to them. Uh, remember we what, what was his name? Philip Phillips? Philip Phillips. <laughs> Stop it, Desi. Stop no, it. Didn't I'm that just, guy win? Didn't he I don't win? think he won, but I think he went really far. Was Maybe he, he did win. Who was the one who was the one who was like the country boy who looked really nerdy, but he had like a deep, bellowy country voice? Who was Joshua Grayson? No. Wait. He was a kind of like in the later seasons when I was like stopping watching. Yeah. Like some judges had been replaced, maybe. Yeah. Someone's screaming at their at their phone I, right I'm now. I'm sure I probably know, but whatever. I can't. Well, I haven't we talked about some American Idol controversies? Didn't we do an episode on that? They might have popped up in some other. You know what it was? It was in our reality show scandal episode. Right. I was One like, I don't think it was a complete episode. No, because there's a lot. There's been a lot of American Idol because it was such a huge show. There's One been... of my favorite deep cut. Contestants is Carmen Velasquez. Mm. <laughs> I always think of her "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road," <laughs> which was terrible. <laughs> I think of um, Jennifer Hudson's "The Circle of Life." Oh yeah, she I mean, that's crushed a it. That is a classic. <laughs> I think of. Um, I was. Uh, I I'm glad. See, I'm glad Fantasia went on say, to have a huge career. I want to see that movie. Uh, Fantasia was my favorite of season three. Obviously. And I'm so glad that she's she's one of the ones that like she went on to like continue. No, she she was very unique talent. Yeah, so so talented. Anyway, our next story is from Food and Wine. Mm. And this is a devastating headline. <gasps> Sorry, but potatoes may soon no longer be considered a vegetable. What? I, Even on Thursday, <laughs> I reject this. Why? Why are people doing this? The, don't we have enough pain and suffering in the world? Why are you doing this? Also, there's so many things to focus on that are important. Who's doing this? I'll tell you who's doing it. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Economic Research Service, when Americans eat vegetables, they're mostly eating potatoes and tomatoes. Mm. 
narcs. <laughs> yeah. Leave me, stay out of my business. No one's eating potatoes thinking, here's my healthy vegetable. But I will say, Desi, potatoes have a lot of nutrients in them that you wouldn't think just because it's a potato. Oh, it's, I agree. It's how we prepare our potatoes. But I also don't think people think I've had ve- tons of vegetables today, all potatoes. I just don't right. think people think that. I don't think people think that either. We know it's a potato. We know it can be made into a French fry. We know it can be made into a mashed potato loaded with butter and cream. But right. it, the potato, the potato itself does have a lot of nutrition. Yeah. Even the, the, the russet potato doesn't even have to be like a sweet potato. Like a russet no. potato does have nutrients in They're it. They're perfect. They're the perfect food. <laughs> a potato is a perfect food. You can do so much with it. It's so good. And I don't appreciate this. Mm. It says, in 2019, the average American downed almost 50 pounds of potatoes over the course of the year and ate around 31 pounds of tomatoes. See, tomatoes are catching strays in this too. Tomatoes aren't vegetables? It's a fruit, technically. Well, whatever, but it's a vegetable. We all know it's a vegetable. Come on. I don't like that. I don't like 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 people who are like, and if you have seen, it's like, we know, nerd. Go (laughs) go away. (laughs) Like how an avocado is a fruit. That's also a vegetable. Whatever. I'll give avocado a pass. Because that could... Fruit, though, is sweet to me. Yeah. (laughs) Fruit... (laughs) We all know. Yeah. We all know. Um... It's not totally surprising that French fries and pizza sauce significantly contributed to our annual totals. Well, you're, you're counting marinara sauce as tomatoes. <laughs> I'm like, I think fresh tomatoes. Um, Ketchup, does that count? <laughs> according, okay, I'm not going to read about what we need in our diets. No, I'm care. just saying that this group wants to stigmatize potatoes. Rude. And the National Potato Council's not happy about Good. it. Good. They said they're both opposed. They said the grain chain and the National Potato Council are opposed to potatoes being defined as anything but a vegetable. Let's say they make it where potatoes are not a vegetable. The potato consumption will be the exact same. Yeah. No one's going to be like, oh, well, f- forget that. I better get some kale. <laughs> The article says white potatoes are a strong contributor of potassium, calcium, vitamin C, B6, and fiber. Thank you. Like what I just said. I don't like this potato slander. It's total Dorkville. It's Dorkville. It's like, get off of it. Go do something else. Yes, it is a starchy vegetable. It's a starchy vegetable. We know that. It's a tuber. We all know this. Carrots are also starchy, right? Yeah. I mean, more so than... Broccoli. They're way high, higher, like carbohydrate level. And you know what? That's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. Roast some carrots. I love roasted mm. carrots and potatoes together, like with a chicken. It's the best. It's so good. Our next story is from Business Insider. Pastor accused of trying to throw a cook into a deep fryer (gasps) at McDonald's for disrespecting his wife. Whoa. This guy's not very Christian for doing this. He's a pastor and he was at McDonald's as a customer? Yeah. Okay. Police have accused a North Carolina pastor of attacking a McDonald's cook and trying to push him into a deep fryer. That's so extreme. His name is Dwayne Waden. 
not to be confused with basketball player <laughs> Dwayne Wade. He was arrested. He's 57 years old. He was arrested on Thursday and charged with assault after police were called to a McDonald's branch on S Main Street, South Main Street in High Point, North Carolina. Waden is a pastor at the Elevated Life International mm-hmm. Ministries and works as a semi-truck driver. Wonder if he spilled anything. I bet he has. He turned up at the fast food joint to assist his wife, Latoya Gladney, who is a manager in training at the branch. Oh, oh so that's why he was there. His so what, what did a- this cook do to his wife? Let's let's continue. Gladney, 44, had called her husband to help handle employees who she told police were disrespecting her. She needs to handle that. On entering the restaurant, police say Wayden walked straight around the counter and launched an assault on a 34-year-old cook. <laughs> you disrespecting my wife? What, what is going on here? The offender came into the McDonald's on South Main Street, walked around the counter, placed his hands around the neck of the victim, pushing his head toward the deep fryer. Oh, shit. Dude, this is like a mob hit. This is crazy. He's going to stick his head in the deep fryer? This is... <laughs> it's like, take a second to think, Dwayne. <laughs> take, a, take a... Count to 10. I need to know exactly what this cook said to this guy's wife to judge. I mean... But and she. It seemed like she said all the employees were disrespecting her. But, but he this, focused in on one. But this one cook must have done something so egregious. He is then accused of punching the cook several times, leaving him with scratches down his neck and a large contusion to oh. his forehead and right eye. Emergency services services were called to the scene, and his family took him to the hospital for treatment. Wayden did not stop the assault until oh. several employees pulled him off the victim and restrained him until police arrived. After viewing security camera footage of the incident, the pastor the pastor was arrested and charged with assault. A trial has been scheduled for January with a $1000 bail bond. I really need I really need to see. We need to know. I need to know more details about what this what Why these people Why isn't he telling us cuz he should be defending himself and saying, "Well, this is what they said to my wife." Yeah. And then maybe we could Better be better judges. Yeah, we can say don't put them in the fryer, but, but we get you come in there and get mad at them. Right, we understand your <laughs> we understand your rage. Yeah, I need to know, but uh, clearly this woman is not meant to handle a job of authority. If <laughs> she has to call her husband, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. Like what she's if, like a ma- she's like the assistant she, manager or whatever. She's the manager, and she just got hired, and her employees are disrespecting her, and she calls her husband as an enforcer that's like crazy that's kind of embarrassing it's really embarrassing she should lay down the law i want to know more details because maybe she just told him and he's like i'm coming down and she's like no i can handle this right there's a lot there's a lot of scenarios in this right also is she a bitch manager is she incompetent like maybe she doesn't know what she's doing and the cook was like you know, Did no, she, the fries don't go there, you right, dumb like dummy. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe, maybe she's the type of woman to, if somebody said something in the wrong tone, that was disrespecting. Right. It he was just like, no, I'm sincere. 
I wasn't being sarcastic. And she interpreted it that way. Yeah. There's a lot of questions we have before we can fully assess the situation and make a ruling. No. If I was a judge, I would be very, you know, I'd still be holding back my opinion. I'd need more details. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need like a full uh, forensic. Gun. I'm surprised he's not coming out with a statement like Let's saying see. what caused, you know what I mean? Like as a defense. I'm going to Google this guy's name. Dwayne Waden. He must be losing his pastor job. Well, yeah. You can't do this as a pastor. I'm guessing. Here's, Maybe here's he, from the New York Post. You know the New York Post loves to get the details. They, they always get the sleazy. tea. They, they'll ask anything. <laughs> they will ask anything. I do have sources I go to where I want the details. Oh, my God. I Yeah. This doesn't appear... Oh, Fucking, if the New York Post can't get more information, who can? What about the Daily Mirror? The Mirror reported on this too. They did? Wow. Yeah. This is like international. We need more information. I think it's because he tried to put him in the deep fryer. That's where everyone's ears perked up. They're like, ooh. That's salacious. It's not just a punch. That happens all the time. (laughs) If anyone from North Carolina goes to the church where Dwayne Waden is the pastor right into the show and let us know. Maybe he did a um, sermon where he gives some more details. (laughs) (laughs) If he he spilled the tea in his sermon. In his sermon, but it's like a lesson. If he told everyone he was like, (laughs) he told the congregation like that he was going to march down to McDonald's. Did the pastors do that in their sermons? I don't know. Do they like spill tea about their personal lives? They try to turn it into a lesson, I think. Because that maybe what they like do in church. The devil had taken him over. Maybe that'll be his next sermon. Yeah. Is how the devil overtook him. I've never been to a church, like a Christian church service. Um, well, I've seen a lot of sermons and movies and TV. Me too. I've seen uh, those. So, so those I've so seen. So I think I can make an educated guess. And I've probably, I've definitely been to church, but you know, yeah, I zone out <laughs> during those things. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. I was a kid. I was like, when the hell are we getting out of here? You just wanted to get up on the mic. So I got up on the mic, got my fucking mints from my grandma. That's all. It was what it was all about. I'd give anything to see like photos of that. I know. I wish. Our next story is one that obviously we were sent. This is this is out of ABC News in Australia, an Australian affiliate. Oh wow! Chess champion stripped mm. of title after defecating in a hotel bathtub. Alleged anal beads cheating. Anal beads cheat. Wait, wait, what? This went <laughs> off the rails. This is a lot going on. The world of Chinese chess oh. is in an uproar over rumors of cheating mm-hmm. and a bad behavior scandal that saw the national champion stripped of his title. Wow. 48-year-old Yan Chenlong beat dozens of contenders last week to win the national title at the Jianqi King. But the victory was short-lived when the celebration ended up, ended with him defecating in a bathtub. So this guy won, and then he got so lit after winning that he shit in a tub. I mean, who at the party us has <laughs> celebrated in such a way? <laughs> the Chinese... Shinki Association announced on Monday that he would have his title revoked 
and then prize money confiscated after he had been caught disrupting a public disrupting public order and displaying extremely bad character. He was also banned from playing for a year. Whoa. Yan consumed alcohol with others in his room on the night of the 17th. Then he defecated in the bathtub of the room he was staying in on the 18th in an act that damaged hotel property, violated public order and good morals. Wow, how, how big was that shit? <laughs> How did it damage how, the property? How did that shit do damage? <laughs> did, did it, it stain? clog the drains? Did it leave a brown stain? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. I can see, like, yeah, maybe it's a moral clause violation. But this says it damaged hotel property. <laughs> Bong, bong. I'm just picking this massive <laughs> what was that noise. That was what like the, a massive shit falling. What was that noise you made? I don't know. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm so upset right now. <laughs> so disturbed. I need to know. The association was also forced to address rumors circulating oh. online that Yan had cheated during the competition by using anal beads equipped with wireless transmitters to send and receive signals. How bad do you want to win? <laughs> I think the anal beads must have triggered some kind of colossal turd. It got things moving. It got <laughs> moving. It's like, you know, because there's probably a sign like, do this jump. I don't know chess terms. Do this like, move. Move the rook. Move, move the rook. It was like vibrating. Like somebody. It was like a fucking avalanche in this, there. This is not the first time we've heard about chess players using some kind of device up their ass. I th- okay, I thought we did a story about another guy who had something up his ass. There was another guy who was using some kind of anal vibration device, like a butt plug. Like this a is, vibrating butt plug. Who would have ever guessed? That chess is so horny. Chess is fucking raunchy. And dirty and gross. <laughs> it's so dirty. Yeah. The shitting, all the ass play going on in chess. I love that his his anal beads triggered this massive tur- turd. That's my hypothesis. I believe it because it it set something off. Put follow the money, Desi. Like follow like this. I'm following the money trail. I'm just and it saying, leads up to this guy's ass. That's <laughs> a detective. His ass cavity was vibrating. It was like a tsunami. So he does the he does the competition on the on the seventeenth, where he's getting his ass vibrated with these anal beads. Imagine being the person who's controlling it. The, um, sending the vibrations. Do you think the person's like jacking off while they're doing it? <laughs> like, I just need to know the sim, like which vibe it's like, oh, like, cause you know, they it's have like, like Morse a, code. Blah, 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 and then there's like, mm, mm, like a little <laughs> off and on one or oh, something like a vibration. vibrators. Yeah. And yeah. does it mean like, I'd love to know the code. <laughs> yeah. What does that one mean? <laughs> The pond's coming. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like there'd be so many things in chess you'd need to know that how could you possibly... Like so many combinations. Yeah. I would love to know what the cheating method is and what information in chess would help you. Is there like a note, like a notebook that details what each vibration means? Yeah. Yeah. There, there has to be some kind of thing like that. Um, so yeah, I think this guy had his asshole vibrated like to the to the limit mm. when he did this competition he went he partied in the hotel room on the 17th he drank a lot of alcohol and then on the 18th he's like wow my guts are in shambles 
But why did he shit in the bathtub? The toilet's right there. I bet he was still drunk and he's like, oh, this toilet bowl's very big in this hotel. Maybe he was being <laughs> funny. He's like, I'm going to shit like a cat. <laughs> he thought he was going to shit like a cat? Yeah, like he like, because he was playing, he's drunk. He's making a joke to shit in the bathtub. Yeah. Because there's no reason for that. So he must have been like, look at, look at me. I'm a cat. <laughs> I'm shitting in the tub like a cat. This is my litter Cats box. Don't shit in this, this is tub. my litter box. He's oh. pretending it's a litter box. Um, okay, wait a minute. We have some more information about how the anal beads worked. Ooh. Okay. The association was forced to address the rumors circulating online that Yan had cheated during the competition by using anal beads equipped with wireless transmitters to send and receive signals. Yan allegedly clenched and unclenched <laughs> rhythmically to communicate information about the chessboard via code to a computer, which then sent back instructions on what moves to make in the form of vibrations. According to reports circulating on the Chinese social site Weibo, based on our understanding of the situation, it is currently impossible to prove what Yan engaged that Yan engaged in cheating via anal beads as speculated on social media. That's what the association said. I love that this official association has to address this rumor. It's so great. The association did not disclose the amount of prize money Yan was forfeiting, but shinky tournaments often promise winners tens of thousands of yuan. I think if you can communicate through your ass, you should be allowed to cheat that way. That's a skill. That, that is most like people don't have. More impressive than being good at chess, I in my opinion. I agree. Like, how are you doing Morse code with your ass? That <laughs> is like heroic. <laughs> <laughs> you could save planet. You could save things. Like, you could be in a war. I think it should be built into the game of chess. I see. So I don't quite understand how they relay this information, but it seems like he's getting back. Here's the variety of moves you could make which would be valuable in chess, like knowing all the outcomes of different moves. Right. Based. But how in the world do you communicate what your board looks like? Because he had certain, there were certain, uh, he would clench his asshole. I know, but here's like, do you do each piece of the board? <laughs> like, do you know what I'm I saying? I don't know. That's, it's crazy to me. But this is a skill. This is more, I'm impressed. I'm so impressed by this. And that's what I mean. I feel like if you're skillful enough, to communicate with your ass, you it, it shouldn't matter. You should. They need to let it slide. Let no, it. Slide. No pun intended. <laughs> now the shit in the bathtub. That's but a how problem. did they know that? Because the hotel obviously told on him. Well, the it damaged the bathtub somehow. They're like, we want that prize money. You shit in the tub. I guess because they probably paid for the hotel, and then on the bill it was like tub damage. And you, they're like, wait, 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 what happened here? <laughs> Shit. You shit in the tub. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Maybe they had to like re porcelain it or something. Maybe the cleaning fee was so high. Yeah. That that was what they considered damage. They had to bring in a hazmat. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely be upset if I was like the cleaning woman. I'd be like, I'm that's I'd not quit. my job. I would fucking quit. I like empty the wastebasket, change the sheets. I'm not picking up a turd. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I would draw the line at that. I wouldn't pick up someone's turd. And I turd. feel terrible for hotel cleaning personnel who yeah. do have to deal with stuff like that. That I feel like we did a show on. 
we, or something. We did it was a like Patreon. Horrible. Yeah. We did a Patreon episode about tales from hotel workers. Oh. And it was gnarly. That was, that was horrifying. That was like la- this year. Maybe we did that. That could have been a Halloween episode. It was so scary. It was gnarly. No, it was... It was gnarly. It makes you lose all faith in humanity, yeah. stuff like that. I just like, remember some of those stories were disgusting, but great. No. Great, no. To, great to Great retell. fodder. Great absolutely. fodder for us. Mm. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi, okay, let's just start out the show. Hmm. <laughs> Did you okay. just me? Yeah, she was like, okay. I was like, she's going somewhere. I'm going somewhere big. Okay. I finally got caught up with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh. I I cannot believe. I mean, I believed you, but I still cannot believe how incredible this season is. 
one of the best Real Housewives seasons. It's all bangers. Every single episode of season four is a banger. Right. There's no fillers. There's no filler episodes. There's no like boring episode where we just see the husbands talking for like a half hour. There's some segments for sure where I was like, I don't need to see Meredith and Seth's podcast. No, that was fucking like that, stupid. The, like they're no, always no going to have something They're like always that. going to have moments, but even those are kind of funny in a way because it's like, what are you guys doing? Well, we got to see the cover art for Meredith and Seth's podcast, which is Seth on all fours and Meredith sitting on him like he's a, a stool. Yeah, it was crazy. I no, everything. I have a crazy. question. Yeah. Is Seth Marks hot? I mean, that's... Here's the thing. I will say... <laughs> I used to think he was attractive until he realized we all thought he was attractive. Oh. Because there's like, I can't remember what season it was, two or three, where he started, he had seen the online buzz about him being attractive. Yeah. And he started kind of coming on a little more cocky. Mm. I don't know. There was something more attractive about him when he wasn't thinking about it to I me. definitely think of all the house husbands, he has the personality I I would vibe with the most. Yes. I do think he seems like a fun guy. Like he's the husband I would want to hang out with. I'm trying to think. And I think he's the hottest of the husbands as well. On this show. On this show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course, on He's this show. obviously the hottest. <laughs> Mary Crosby's husband. <laughs> Her grandfather. Her grandfather. No, I mean, Justin, that's a non-starter. No. Uh, Angie Kay's husband, he's kind of attractive. Wait a minute. Sean is hot, and he's very <laughs> sensitive. He's very I, sensitive. I'm not saying I vibe with him. Like, Seth is probably more the person I would vibe with because the most. Because Seth is kind of a himbo He's kind of like he's kind of a dumb bitch and he's very funny. And he would kind of you can definitely be in charge. He's a goofball. Yeah. He's kind no, of I a agree. goofball and I like a goofball guy. I think Angie K's husband is hot but I'd be bored with him. He I feel like he Yeah, I don't I wouldn't yeah. I don't think I would have fun with him. Like if I played fuck Mary Kill, it would I be was, Mary Seth fuck what's his name? Sean kill Justin. I don't know. We just got to get rid of Justin. I can't with him. <laughs> Wait, you don't like Justin? I think he seems no. like a nice guy. Oh, I hate him. He, he sickens me. Why? What? I think he seems like a nice guy. Ugh. I'll <laughs> never recover from seeing them do that painting. Oh, that was so gross. I just, no, I cannot with him. I don't like <laughs> him at really all. He has really bad style. He is so awful. Like, what is she doing with him? <laughs> I can't. I do love Whitney. I love Whitney. I think I could be friends with Whitney. I think I could be friends with Whitney, but if she pulls any shit with me to stir the pot, she'll be crushed in a second. Ooh. I can't with her. her. She does stir the pot. It wouldn't, it wouldn't rile me up because I would know what she's doing. And for mm. some reason, these women always fall for it when she tries to do that stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like she's just trying to stir the pot. Ignore her. Yeah. I think she's fun and hot. I, I could be friends with her. I could... Definitely hang with Whitney. Yeah. But not, I, don't I think want, I don't want her annoying name. husband to come. <laughs> Does he? Okay. So it's, it's official. Desi hates Whitney Rose's husband. Um, but who would you kill? John well, Barlow? Out of those three. Well, out of the house husbands. John, out of the husbands, fuck Mary kill. It would obviously marry Seth, fuck Sean, and kill Lisa's husband. 
John Barlow. John, sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm not going to actually kill him. No, no, no. It's just the game. But they played this game. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, they played, they the, played, they played the game. I don't even like the game Fuck, Mary Kill. I think it's boring. I don't either, but it was interesting to see them play the game because a lot of people did pick Seth, even in the group. For Mary. Which is a good sign because yeah, they actually know him. He's the whole package to me. Right. He kind of lets, lets Meredith do her thing. He loves her for who she is. I always forget that they were kind of estranged at the beginning. Right. Um, anyway, yeah. it's an incredible season. If you ha- if you're not if you're stupid like me and you like put it on the back burner because you had so much other reality garbage you were watching, pick it back up or just start from season one because it's only four seasons. And in Real Housewives, that's like not that many seasons. It's not, and you'll go through it fast. It, I went, I binged this season in two days. And the finale is coming up this week. I'm shaking. I can't wait. The preview for that finale was out of control. They did such a good job building this season because, (sighs) you know, remember episode one, we get the Bermuda tease and it looks like it's going to pay off. It does look like it's actually going to pay off. I, I... You'll never miss, you won't miss Jen Shaw. That was, I think that's why I was dragging my feet watching this season is because I was so concerned that we wouldn't have the explosive drama, even though like, I think season three was- It wore thin. It wore thin, but it was saved by Jen Shaw's legal drama. Well, I meant her behavior really wore thin for me. Oh, yes. By the end of that season. So I was happy to see she was gone, but how would they- make it good. Right. right. I wasn't like I wasn't like devastated because of Jen leaving. I no. was I was concerned that she was the anchor to all the drama and where would the drama come from? No, she sucked all the energy out of the room though, apparently. No, there, these people are doing fine without her. Oh my cast. god. And I love the addition of Monica. You you said I think last mini episode how Monica is the friend, she's the housewife who doesn't have money. Yes. Which is such a curveball for housewives because they, they're all always obscenely rich, right? Or are pretending to be. Or at least pretending to be, yeah. and she doesn't have money. No, and when you see her house, it's just like a regular house. It's a regular-ass house. <laughs> she wears like Zara. No, it's She's good. not dripping in designer. And she talks about it. And she's very open about it. And she's a fucking shit stirrer. Oh, God. Like, uh, Monica is such a good addition. She's such a great addition. I hope she stays in the mm-hmm. cast forever. And I do like Angie Kay as an addition as well. She's, um, she's such a weirdo. She's so weird. Just her speaking voice she's, is so... Yeah. Like, da, da, da. It's yeah. like, are you reading things constantly? No, she's a total fucking She freak. is... I can't with her. Just the Greek thing too. It's like I don't ever want to hear about your being you being Greek again. My God, <laughs> she talks about it too much. She's she's yeah. The <laughs> it's like can you just do something without saying opa or whatever it is? <laughs> it's it's like comical at this point how much she talks about it or makes everything Greek, even to the point where there's a Greek mafia storyline. And that part was good. That That part was good. Because I was like, like, that's a thing? I didn't even know. Yes, Desi, season two of The Wire. 
That's true. I forgot, mafia. That. I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Because I, I, I went through the same thought process. I was like, is there a Greek? Oh, yes. Yeah, season two of The That's Wire. Right. There is right. a Greek mafia. I think every, every um, group has a mafia. Yeah. It's just they're lower ranked. They're, they're not, no they're, one can reach the heights of the Italian. The mafia. Italian, the Italian mafia we all know is like, and then there's Russian. That's pretty big too. Yeah, there's the Russian mob. Um, um, that's no. The Greek thing is just crazy to me. At some point, it's like okay, right? We 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 get we get it. Yeah, <laughs> it did make me want um, like a Spanakopita while I was watching. I don't mind her being Greek, but it, I was like, does anyone talk that much about it? It More was, than Angie? It's, <laughs> no. And the food is delicious. I could eat it all day. I would love to have her make food for me. She seems like a good cook, actually. Um, no, that that it's iconic. I love it. I just love it so much. She's I love, just so weird I just to me. love that she's like a full-time like a member of the cast. I also love how desperate she is to be on the show that's always great for me for a real housewife well what about uh monica's mom linda Oof. linda is like a diabolical that's when i really had it i was like pissed at lisa when lisa was trying to be i was like no the mom is a monster the mom is psychotic like mom you is, don't have to always be like respect the mom because this mom is not she's no. a narcissist she is emotionally abusive to <laughs> Monica, <laughs> we learned that Lisa, I mean, not Lisa, Linda, Monica's mom, just left Monica when she was a little girl with some random family so she could go make it big in New York. Mm-hmm. Doing what? I have no idea. That and was she, relatable for me. And she randomly converted to Mormonism for no reason. What about, remember the meal they had where she was just like, I'll get the guacamole? Yes, and she called, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm obsessed there's a scene in this season where Linda and Monica go out to eat at a restaurant and Monica's going to confront her mom like about being a horrible mother basically. Yeah. Like, they're going to like they're like desperately trying to like make their relationship work. Right. And Monica's mom is diabolical during the whole meal and then the guacamole comes to the table that she that Monica ordered and Linda goes, "Oh, what a pretty dessert." That was, I was like, this woman needs to be committed to a mental hospital. <laughs> she goes, oh, what a pretty dessert. And Monica's like, that's guacamole, mom. That moment for me, I was like, this woman needs help. Because <laughs> what, what, that seemed really weird. There were so many moments. That, <laughs> that so was many. the most horrifying moment. Well, for me, the moment where I, like, I, I'm not even joking. I was literally drinking water when it happened, and I, I choked on my water was in Palm Springs when Angie said to Meredith very calmly, <laughs> you look like a trampoline with eyes. That was out of control because it was like, I know exactly what she's saying. <laughs> but where did that come from? It was so mean, and Meredith fucking lost it. <laughs> no, the Palm Springs trip was crazy because it's like do you remember when um the guy who worked at the hotel (laughs) that that scene was also with was it with mary or who who was trying to order food it was mary it was mary and he's like he was kind of mean to her i was like i love this guy oh anyway please watch it we're going on so much about it it's Um, funny though but it's such a great season 
Can't wait. We'll 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 circle back after the finale. Absolutely. Anyway, the other great thing I watched was Saltburn, which I just loved. Okay, I didn't watch it. I think it edged out May December for my favorite movie of the year. I've I've seen very wildly different opinions on Saltburn. I thought it was so great. I love that little freak Barry Keoghan. Oh yeah, I like I, him. I'm sure I pronounced his Irish name wrong. Keegan. Keegan. Probably. I love that little freak so yeah, he's much. he's a freak. Everything I've seen him in, he's fantastic. And and you get to see his large, uncut Irish dick in the movie. Ooh. It is beautiful. I can't wait. It is beautiful. That sold me. Ugh. Love I'm it. so happy dick is back. Mm. We um, need more dick in movies. Yeah. It can't always be Kevin Bacon, whose dick is great. Right, but it's like we're done with it. But we, I'm not done. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I'd still like to see his dick. But I'm saying he can't be the only one carrying, like holding holding that up. No, he is that supporting women to show your dick. He, <laughs> <laughs> when it's in a movie, Kevin, not unwanted. Kev, no, not unwanted when it's in a film. But Kevin Bacon has been carrying the dick showing industry for decades. Oh, right. As far as like an A-lister. An a, but, and Barry Ke- Keoghan, he's just like, he did so much for, for the girlies and the gays. Kevin taught, he... Kevin's a pioneer. He handed the dick off <laughs> to Barry. He handed the dick torch off. <laughs> the dick torch. It's been passed. Um, and look, there are obviously there are other actors who have shown their wang. In film, and we, and, and we <laughs> salute you. Yeah, we definitely and do. we salute you. Absolutely. But this was uh, this made the movie for me. I mean, oh. the movie was really fun and great and really well acted. Rosamund Pike is incredible as always. What is it about? It's about a wealthy family in England and Barry. Keegan, like, kind of infiltrates. Okay. Like, he, he's invited to their house for the summer. Ooh. And he's like a fish. It's like a fish out of water and he's thing. He's like, I'm bringing my big dick. And he brings his big cock mm. to this castle. You know, every time I hear Saltburn, I think of Salt Bay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why the, I'm like, I can't watch that movie. No, that's it's the, about Salt Bay. <laughs> it's not about Salt Bay. That's the name of the castle. Oh, okay. It's called Saltburn. Okay, got it. And it's so good. Good. Everyone's great in it. Jacob Ellerty's great. Mm. I'm forgetting who else is in it. Um, Carrie Mulligan's great in it. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Okay. It's very fun. I'm going to watch it. And it's really horny, too. Ooh. And there's some disgusting elements in it that I think you'll appreciate. Okay. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. I went down the weirdest. So I watched a Netflix movie that I recommend. It's called Fair Play, and it's with the girl from Bridgerton and some other guy. It's, like, not really anyone famous, mm-hmm. but I think it's a Netflix movie. And it's about a really toxic relationship. It's like, it's one of those movies where it ended and I was like, is that the end? <laughs> I enjoyed watching it, but I kind of wanted, I, it's good if you want like a cheesy kind of throwback movie, like it's kind of like a revenge, but not really, but it's kind of just toxic relationship. Um, and I saw someone describe it as 
anyone who's dated a man in their 20s, it's going to like trigger you. It's mm. like that type of guy, yeah. like a guy you date in your 20s who you think is great. And you're like, ugh. Like, yeah. So I thought it was pretty fun. Then I was like, oh, I wonder what else Netflix has. These, these things on Netflix, the quality is so poor sometimes. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the quality. It's like, it doesn't look professional. (laughs) So I've started a few things. Nice. And I was like, I cannot. Like, I started this movie. I don't know if it was a movie or a TV show. um, With, it's called Fatal. And I was like, ooh, this looks good. It starred Oscar winner Hilary Swank. (laughs) It's a fatal attraction type ripoff movie. Yes. But the beginning scene between the lead actor, who I can't remember his name, uh, he's someone I've seen around, but I don't know his name, and his the wife character was so bad. I was like, I can't. I cannot watch this. I didn't even get to Hillary Swank arriving in the movie because the opening wow. scene, I was like, this, I was like, this, is, this is like Red Shoe Diaries level like quality. <laughs> Filming. That I can't. sounds great. It wasn't good though. It was Aww. like bad. Um, so then I, I was like, let me find another bad Netflix show. And I, I found one called The Night Night Phone. I can't remember. The Night Watch. It's about a guy who works in the basement of the White House answering the phone. What? I know. I what? didn't even know that was a job. <laughs> and he gets called he gets called by someone who is not supposed to know the number and gets dragged into this. And it's like, who's the mole in the white house? (laughs) It's like that type of show. And I watched like two episodes. I was like, that's pretty good. And it's the quality is also really poor. Nice. So I I was like, what is going on on Netflix? (laughs) They have so much shit on there. We should pitch a show to Netflix. Oh my God. I, I was like looking through these shows, trying to find something. And I was like, People talked about this one, The Night Caller or whatever, and they're like, why is it so good? And that's why I watched it, because some idiot on Quora or whatever it was. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like <laughs> those internet questions where people yeah. they are like, is this a good show? And it's like, why is it so good? It's like so someone actually asked that. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Because people, some people don't allow themselves to enjoy stuff that isn't like the pinnacle of peak uh, prestige TV. Yes, or like everyone's talking about it. Some There are a lot of hidden gems out there. Yes, so if you can get past poor quality, uh, then I feel like some of these are worth checking out. Maybe I'll go back to Fatal, because I do want to see Hillary Swank trying to be a um, seductress. I like Hillary Swank. I like her sometimes. Oh. I can. I think she can be wildly miscast. Interesting. Uh, and I feel like this is one of those times. So that could be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to also recommend the season two of Doctor Death. Oh right, Peacock was kind enough to invite me to the premiere. They invited me too. And they I didn't go. And Desi did not go. <laughs> so I took friend of the pod, Jay Reyna, with me. And Jay can testify that at the after party, I ate three cheeseburger Ooh. sliders. I liked this season. I haven't finished it yet, but I I really like it. I really am enjoying Mandy more. 
She's good. I think Mandy Moore is great. I think she's beautiful, and um, the doctor's hot. The doctor is very hot. This I list. I happen to listen to this season, the podcast. Me too. So this is a this is a particular doctor death story because they do a different story about a different shady doctor every season. Yeah. This particular story I was so riveted by because there's a romance element to it. But and I remember maybe talking to you or maybe it was online chatter where people were screaming at the woman. Yes. Cuz in the podcast she comes off way dumber than in the show. She does and she does sort of acknowledge I do appreciate that she acknowledges she's like I know. I yes. know. It was I, what should... I just remember being like, girl, like, what are you doing? No, we all were. Yeah. We all were. And it's a classic scenario of like, well, in, if I was in this situation, and she does obviously make a lot of decisions. Well, because she's a smart woman. She's a smart woman. She's a journalist. She's making so many bad decisions that are like, how dickmatized were you? How- well, and that was the other thing. Remember, they describe him as a George Clooney type. And then when, when you saw the real Paulo, yeah. you're like, that's not a George Clooney type. <laughs> the TV show, he is way hotter. Well, I might fall for that guy's lies. That guy was like, yeah, dickmatize me. <laughs> like, but I, the real Paulo was not near, like, nearly. I was like, that's not George Clooney. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. You're being very generous. Very generous. But um, I think this season is excellent. And I really enjoyed... Um, getting to go to the premiere. So invite us to more premieres. This um, this series is one I I could watch. I wish there was a fifty series on like Doctor Death, like oh, this type I of show. It. I love it. I was thinking of the other one that they're kind of doing a serial version of now. Um, that was based on a podcast. Last season they did Betty Broderick. The first season was another... Dear John. Dear John. Yes. Yes. That show too. It's like, bring me more. I was talking about Dear John with a friend at New Year's Eve last night. The first one was so good because that was also a doctor. We were talking about the first season with Juno Temple. And and Connie Britton. And um, he, I haven't seen it yet, but he was saying, he's like, you have to see it. You have to oh, see it. Oh, you didn't see it yet? I didn't see the first season. Of Dear- oh my God, it's so podcast. good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Speaking of Juno Temple, season yes. five of Fargo is oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah, I'm watching that too. It's so good. And Juno Temple is sensational. I love her. She's so great. And um, what a great season this has been. It's so good. Jennifer, Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee. She's so I was like, she's in her Jessica Lang phase. Yes. Because she really reminded me of her in this performance. I love Jennifer Jason Lee. She's so good in this. She's so good in this. I think she's so hot. Oh, she's like, so she's hot. so sexy to me. She is sexy. She's just always been a very sexy woman. She doesn't really try. No, she, she just, just has yeah. sex appeal mm. and she's such a great actress. And I no, always she's enjoy I was her. so thrilled when I saw she was gonna be in this season. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I watched. Um I really want to see that movie, The Iron Claw. So I started watching um The Dark Side of the Ring, which is on Hulu and the it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. Dude. So I'm back on that. I want to see the Iron Claw so bad, but I don't want to go to the theater, so I have to wait. Yeah, I want to see Poor Things. My mom keeps texting me like every three days. She's like, have you seen Poor Things? I haven't seen it yet. No. I don't know why I don't really care about that I, w- I do really want to see it. Yeah, I, I don't. I do really want to see it, but I, I 
I'm waiting for it to come on stream. Yeah. Streaming. Maybe I'll go to the theater this week. I don't fucking know. Anyway, we have a lot to get to in this next segment, Desi. Mm. What did you eat? Oh, my God. Well, I was just thinking I'm back where I don't just put whatever I see in my mouth, Mm. which is really difficult. For the last month, all I've been doing is just Templeton the rat everything. Well, it's just like, just like not even thinking to just put candy in my mouth. <laughs> yes. Because I did that this morning. I was like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to stop just eating whatever I want. And I was just sitting there. And I was like, I almost unconsciously stuck a Toblerone in my mouth. <laughs> like, I'm not even thinking about it. No, and I had to, st- I was like, no, you're not eating that Toblerone. The holidays are over, There's Desi. no reason for that Toblerone to go in your mouth. You don't even want it. Right. It's just there. No. Uh, so... I did eat a lot of good food, but I don't even know. I did make a really good Christmas dinner. I did the roast beef. I did the best Yorkshire puddings I've ever made. (gasps) They were so good. I did make my cranberry curd pie this time instead of the lemon curd, which I usually make at Thanksgiving, but I didn't this year. So I made that again. Um, I I made a... Another good thing I made, I'm trying to, I'm only doing the hits. I made a um, quiche Lorraine for Christmas what? morning breakfast and it, people were like, out of con- they're like, this is the best quiche I've ever had. <gasps> and I was worried because I had some issues with the crust where I didn't have um, pie weights. So oh. when I tried to pre-bake or pre-bake it, it, it fell, mm. it flipped down because there was nothing holding it up. So I had to just put it back up. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. And then right. it was like, Great. So I was really happy with that. And that was just a classic Julia Child recipe. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's such a blur. Right. Me too. It's a blur. It's just a blur. (laughs) I did Christmas cookie decorating again, and that was really fun. And yeah, I mean, we had tamales Mm. on Christmas Eve, and they were really good. yeah, it was just like a lot of food. It was just nonstop. Same. I was in New York the week before Christmas, and one of the best things I ate was a meal at this Italian restaurant in the Bronx called Tradenoi. Mm. I had linguine with clams, and I don't know when the last time I had linguine with clams was, but it was if if I could dream up the best bowl of linguine with clams, like the like the one that I wanted it to taste like, it was that one. Yum. It was so good. This place was a classic old school red sauce Italian joint in Little Italy in the Bronx. There's a fresca of Pavarotti on the wall. Love it. It is red checker cloth, checker, checker tables. Yeah. Red cloth, whatever. It's red, that restaurant. Yeah. And like, it was so good. We also got like every dessert on the menu Mm. and they were all incredible. Yeah. I got to have tiramisu because they didn't make it with alcohol. Nice. It's so good. So wait, did I have tiramisu? Yeah. They didn't have, it didn't have alcohol in it at that restaurant. I had so many desserts. I honestly don't even remember. The thing I remember the most that was this pistachio dessert. Yum. It was like a pistachio ice cream, but with other things. It was like a parfait. Ooh. It was so good. 
Um, that was my, that was like such a standout meal for me. And then the other standout meal, which I said I would talk about, was when we met up with Cara Berry. Yes. To go to Balthazar. And look, I love Balthazar. I love the food there. It's always delicious. But this experience was fucking crazy. Oh my God. The food was great. As always, the food's always great there. I had lobster spaghetti, but that's mm. not even the point. Okay. The point is that I don't know who was DJing that night. Oh, my God. But some very bizarre choices happened, and every single song was cranked up to an 11. What? It sounded like we were in a nightclub. We were all screaming at each other. We were begging the the <clears throat> server to please turn the music down, and he was like, I felt so bad for this server. He was like, I, my boss, like he wants the music cranked. And then, but sometimes they would play a song and then the song would just abruptly stop. Oh my God. And there'd be like no music randomly for like three minutes. And then other times the song would, all of a sudden the volume would go way down, but then it would crank up even louder than before. Like that was someone turning it down and then the boss coming over and cranking yes, it up. Yes. And it would be even louder than before. For some reason, for whatever reason, we heard I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and the Family twice in the evening. And Who's still playing that? Well, Kara and I were like, no one wants to hear from Diddy right now. No. no This is not the time or place. (laughs) No one wants to hear from Diddy right now. We heard um, a Miley Cyrus song twice, the same one. They played a Billy Joel song, and you know how I feel about Billy Joel. They played Piano Man, and that's when really? I was like, I'm going to cry right now. I fucking hate Billy Joel. And then they played um, Hey Jude, and that's when the table next to us, who had also been complaining about how loud the music was, the woman just let out a primal scream. Really? Like, literally, like, she was just, went, ah, during Hey Jude. She couldn't take it this anymore. This playlist is crazy. They also played at full volume Mazzy Star and we're like, why why are you playing Fade Into You right now? No one wants to hear this at dinner. Everyone's getting depressed. The hoes are getting scared. This playlist is I can't make sense of it. <laughs> it was so crazy, Desi. And was, no one said anything? That's well, because that guy who owns that restaurant is crazy i follow him on instagram (laughs) he's a great instagram follow he's out of control i will never stop going to balthazar this is not an indictment of balthazar this is just an explanation of like sometimes you go and that's the vibe i just need to know what happened this seems very intentional all the (laughs) it was it was crazy there was one like very drunk woman like older woman dancing oh my god the whole time but yeah, it was like our table and the table next to us who were losing our minds. Like I'm sure other tables were like, wow, right. this music's excessively loud. That's so bad at a restaurant. I don't... You shouldn't really be paying attention to the music. I like to be able to talk. It's one thing if like the people are loud in the restaurant, you can't help that. No, but the music should be in the back background, like this, not loud. This was like we were at a concert. Or at a nightclub. Yeah, that's like bar or nightclub. It music. was a total bar. <laughs> it was crazy, Desi. It was crazy. And I know it, I mean, ask Kara. Yeah. She'll, I mean, I believe it. I forgot to mention our birth, my birthday lunch. Oh, shit. Happy birthday. Well, I meant like what we ate. Yeah. Uh, we went to Connie and Todd's. I also wanted to mention, since you were bringing up the Italian food, 
I ordered Cosa Bono like a few nights ago and I finally got that baked pasta dish where all the penne's or rigatoni's are standing up yes. and they're in a circle yeah. and they're on three different sauces. Yeah. It was so fucking good. Really? I, I was like, I need to recreate this. <gasps> It was almost like the pasta was cooked in a very minimal bechamel and cheese. Ooh. So the pasta had the crispy burnt, like, mm. do you know what I'm talking yes. about? When the, the pasta is like a little burnt. Yeah. So all the top had that crispiness. And then it had marinara, Alfredo, and pesto Ooh. on the bottom. So Ooh. it looks like the flag. So you get a little variety. Yes. So sometimes they mix together. Heavy. It was such a good dish. I want to order that now. I'm hungry. I was like. I was losing and I was like, this is so good. Like, I was like, I'm going to run out. Like, it was like one of those dishes, you know, you get a pasta dish, you can see the end. Yeah. It's like, sad. come on, this is sad because they never give me enough pasta. No, I can't think of a single enough. place. It's always not enough. Um, but it was so good. So I'm like, now I'm like fantasizing about mm. getting that again. And when you make your own, you can put as much pasta in as you want. I need to figure out exactly what's going on there. Right. Because I was like, I can recreate this. Yeah. There was something about the crispy pasta ends that was just mm. so good. And it was barely clinging together with something, but I think it was like a bechamel type cheese. Yeah. Oh man, it was good. Well, we ate a lot. I made a roast turkey on Christmas, had, had some people over, and I also made a s'more pie, and it was perfect. It was delicious. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm just sort of like in limbo because it's like the first of the year. I feel like making a big pot of soup. Honestly, oh, I made a great chicken stock the other day. Honestly, I'm not even going to worry about like being, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to be like eating the way I was like the past month where it was like cookies for breakfast. But aimless. Aimless, the, aimless eating. Aimless eating. But I'm start I'm doing that um fitness challenge at the gym. Uh-huh. On um the fifteenth. On the fifteenth. And they're and like who knows, like they're like gonna be like, you're gonna eat two hundred grams of protein a day. So I'm gonna be like stuffing my face with like chicken breast. Ugh. Ground turkey. So like I might as well just like eat fucking bullshit until yeah. then. Yeah. I know. I love having candy for breakfast. It's something about the holidays. You just eat candy for breakfast. <laughs> I know. It's so insane. It's so good. You're I like, I'll love just have this chocolate. I love the holidays. And now we're in this like sad, depressive era where it's like, well, what do we what's what what good is coming up? I'm excited. Let's make a plan for my um my nieces got me a gift card to Mr. T's restaurant downtown. So I want to try yes. that. Yes. Okay. So that can be something we look forward That's to. That's something to look forward to. Thank yeah. you. Um, what else? To look forward to? Well, that's it. That's it. Well, yeah. you know what I'm looking forward to, Desi, is our Patreon recap of the Ashley Simpson show. Oh, yeah. I am too. And everyone else, I hope you guys are too. Well, can we put the link in the show notes to the show on YouTube? I'm going to put the link on, on our Patreon. On the Patreon. Okay. I'm going to put the link to the YouTube channel that has all the episodes. Okay, good. And this lady's going to be like, why am I getting all this traffic? Yeah. I, hope I she, love her. I hope, <laughs> I love that this woman... She's like, I had this on VHS. I she love like that she uploaded it. all the episodes. of Because you can't find it anywhere. These are our 
These are the people who save our history. These, I'm serious. Because you can't get digital media. Like when you can't find a show, that's scary. It's really scary. It's like we have everything. We have all these stupid Netflix shows, but, but not like the Ashley Simpson show. That's <laughs> history. Yeah. That's history. Yeah. And I mean, the people who are saving this history are historians and should be commended. No, it's crazy. Because they recorded all of those. At some point in At their life. At some point. What a how, what great foresight. <laughs> <laughs> that dumb bitches like us would want to rewatch this crap. It's kind of like when you recorded things. On, remember you used to just record things on VHS? Oh, I did it all the time. And you'd have the commercials. Because having like a blank tape. I had, yeah. I would, I loved, I told you my mom has like 50 hours of Pee Wee's Playhouse recorded on VHS with every single commercial from 1986 and no, 1987. It's so good. And, and it's then like, it always will randomly, at some point, you'll be watching something and it cuts off because something new got recorded. You're yeah. like, no. Right. Some <laughs> asshole recorded a football game. Who recorded? Exactly. Remember when people used to record games? That was crazy. And Why? You would, I remember you could set up your timer yeah. to record something when yeah. you weren't there. That was like the height of technology. <laughs> <laughs> you were inside your fucking VCR yes. timer. Yes. And if it didn't work, you would be like faint with rage. Yeah. Devastated. Because you really couldn't watch it after that. I feel like you didn't record it. Forget it. I, it wasn't even TiVo yet. <laughs> People don't know. What they it don't was know like. the struggle. That was like our version of making things with fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but yes, we are open to suggestions because the the Ashley Simpson show each episode is twenty minutes long without commercials. Jesus! So we might think about doing two episodes at a time. I mean, I'm I'll do it. We'll do two episodes at a time. So we'll be through that pretty fast. We'll be through it quickly. Um, but please, on Patreon, in the comments or on our Discord, give us suggestions if you like. Because we were thinking about also later doing like a, a recap of making the band. Oh my God. I forgot about that. We have some ideas. Yes. That'll be fun. Yeah. Ugh, Lou Pearlman. We also got to fucking Lou Pearlman. We also got to find some of these. We have to make sure we can like find them online. Right. To watch. See what other historians have pulled from the archives. Ugh. Anyway, um, that's it. Thank we'll, you. We'll be back later this week for the main episode. Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.